Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Winning. Kick. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. As always, I'm joined by my buddy, my co-host, my pal, my video producer for Knicks, Jets, etc. What up, Greg? What's going on, John? Ready for another week of gambling? Dog days of summer are here. We're, we're falling, falling from NBA, NHL. It's all wrapped up. Now this is where the boys separate themselves from the men, if you will. <laughs> the men separate themselves from the boys. We're here. We're ready to bet. Our awesome, awesome third chair here, Chip Murphy, is red hot with golf. So I'm ready for these picks. I'm ready to talk. It's kind of a tough week for golf, too, but we're going to do it. We're here to gamble. We're here to talk about gambling. We're here to bet responsibly. And that's what we do. That's what I talk about. So I'm ready for another exciting week. Dude, talk about separating the boys from the men. You already mentioned our our, our boy, our co-host, Chip Murphy here, but... My dude's betting on the John Deere Classic, man. <laughs> That's why we're here today. We're here to talk some John Deere Classic, some MLB baseball, and I guess to recap how horrid the NBA draft went, maybe some notes for next year. What up, Chip? Thanks, John. The The NBA draft was absolutely horrific. Yeah, we were just <laughs> talking about it before we came on. The the shift with Paolo going number one, what a disaster that was. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! The Woj tweets shutting everything down the morning of. Ugh, that w- complete disaster. Brutal, brutal. But you know that's why we're here, man, for winning picks weekly. Yep. it's a new mm-hmm. week. It's <laughs> you got time to look at the John Deere Classic. You got time to look into some baseball. Well, let's just let's just recap this NBA draft real quick. As you mentioned, you your Orlando Magic. Giving everyone the hezzy uh, at the first pick, but all, but not Vegas really. I feel like Vegas was the only, only people that didn't that didn't bite on the pump fake. But Woj had us all in a tizzy as soon as we woke up in the morning. Literally lining up like Greg literally texted me good morning, and I was like, "Hey, do you want do you want a Twitter update?" <laughs> He's like, "Dude, I just woke up. I didn't even send you the, the, the Drake draft day music video yet." Woj was on top of it this year, man. He was all over it until was he wasn't. Though? Until he wasn't. <laughs> was he though, Chip? Was he? Tell us what happened, man. Was he? Because he he tweeted out what the picks were gonna be in a in the the way he tweets out like the way he's not allowed to tweet out the picks during the draft, like by his job. So he did that the morning of with he's like the the projected order is supposed to be, and he tweeted out Jabari <laughs> Smith is gonna go number one, and. Then all of a sudden, the books all took the picks off the board. You couldn't bet them anymore because you know Woj's word is bond. And then all of a sudden, every all of us 
Yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden, <laughs> everything changed like what, five seconds before the draft. All of a sudden, Paolo's going number one and Woj is the one who reports it. Like something a little fishy there by the way that that went on. I, I, I don't know about that. That Woj, Woj controlled the gambling the day of the draft and who went in number one and everything. He controlled all of our lives, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people exactly. that were messaging me personally during the day were like, oh, should I bet on Ranchero? I would just like literally copy and paste them the Woj tweet. And I'd be like, this is how I feel about <laughs> Jabari Smith versus Ranchero. Like, this is, this is it. This is my, I, this is my now new formed opinion on what's going to happen. One, two, three. I knew Chet was going to. But more importantly than that, the way we were betting mostly had to do around the New York Knicks. And boy, did they change up everything for us, right? I, I mean, at the very least, A.J. Griffin still went in the 11th spot. So if you were thinking, hey, I'm going to take the over on A.J. Griffin because it's going to be it was over 10 and a half because it's going to be at 11. At least that didn't bite you, you know, in the butt. But that's basically it. <laughs> Other than that, if you were trying to bet around Picks. I think Ivy going five was pretty huge if you had that. But other than that, Chip, I know you. Uh, uh, I know you mentioned it was tough. We'll start with you, and then we'll jump into Greg because I think Greg had more of a positive day. But let's start. I'll start on the negative here uh, with uh, with Chip on the NBA draft. Always start with the negative. When <laughs> I, I think I'm one of the many Knicks fans who lost money on Knicks first pick. Yeah. Because I, I took Ivy, obviously. That's why uh, DraftKings took it off the board at one point. Because like plus eight hundred, right? Yeah. So many Knicks fans were hammering Ivy. I lost money on that, <laughs> and I think I hedged with Griffin because he was the favorite for so long. I took Griffin too. And shout out if anyone had Trevor Keels as the Knicks' first pick <laughs> in the draft. I don't even know if he was available to pick, but if you did, <laughs> congratulations, because his odds must have been crazy. No, we wouldn't know. Darren Ravel would have tweeted it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody, DraftKings would have tweeted that out. That's just crazy that the Knicks pulled that. But yeah, I, I lost on that. Um, I think I talked about it on the show. Just, uh, I took, just, I had a feeling and took Chet. One of my bigger bets was Chet to the Rockets. Chet with the third pick. You're crazy. I, he, was, yeah. he was going to OKC from, he's, he's a perfect player for OKC. And now, I'm not. I'm definitely not afraid to say it on this pod. I said it on last pod with some trepidation because there's a Knicks, you know, the Knicks, uh, mm-hmm. Jets, etc. But here, man, OKC is one of my favorite teams in the NBA. I have no problem saying that out loud here. I cannot wait to watch the Knicks on a league pass. They're going to be awesome, especially no. if they resign Dort. Or, Orlando's a league pass team with Paolo now. Paolo yeah. and we'll see. Pra- Paolo, Franz, Cole, Anthony. Yeah, you don't think they're not going to be. You don't think they're going to be fun to watch, Markel Fultz. I would like. I would think going to be fun because I'm curious, Jonathan Isaac. But I don't know if they're necessarily going to be good. I mean, you're the first pick. You think OKC is going to be good? The first pick didn't work out with Orlando, and then you drafted him, and he doesn't want to be there. I mean, good luck. I mean, it worked out with Steph Curry, but good luck. That's all. <laughs> what do you mean that? What do you mean the first pick didn't work out? He didn't go. To, he didn't go to Orlando. Paolo? Yeah, that was that that was that's the whole. This is the whole issue with the controversy around Orlando is they didn't even speak to him. They literally drafted him without speaking to the guy, and that's why it threw everybody off. And that was why everybody was on top of Jabari Smith to Orlando even before Woj. 
But Greg, I know you were inviting. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm excited that both of you guys are on this pod because I know that Chip was all over that. And Greg, you didn't even want to see the tweet. You weren't biting at all. Tell us how your NBA draft went. Yeah, everyone told me not to bet Paolo Blanchero plus 300. It was the easiest bet I've ever placed. <laughs> I mean, dude, the, I, I just, like I said on the, the episode that we, <laughs> that we did for it, it, it gave me such big like NFL draft vibes with Trayvon Walker and Hutchinson. Hutchinson was the number one guy the whole time. Then all of a sudden the odds change like crazy. The odds don't move like that unless something's real. So Vegas is in it to make money. And I mean, I guess so they. Woj. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Woj, like, I don't know what his contract's like at ESPN, but I feel like he would get, I don't know, a billion dollars from DraftKings at this point. Yeah, DraftKings or what his contract with is with DraftKings, by the way, too. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. he would get a billion dollars. He would literally tell them, hey, move these odds right now, and then I'll tweet it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be insane. So, yeah. So, I mean, that was good. Also, shout out to Chris, uh, Persiani, who was on with us. I mean, I think he was talking about, I think in his original mock draft, mock draft one that he did, I think he had the first five picks, right? He talked about <laughs> yeah. it on the podcast too, that he had Paolo a one overall at first. The, obviously the chatter was so hard for Smith that he ended up switching it, but he called the fourth pick about, uh, them kind of panicking a little bit, taking who they took. And then he called the fifth pick with Jaden Ivey. So. Um, Keegan Murray at four. I mean, yeah, Keegan Murray, there's a yeah. lot. There's a lot of. Keegan I saw that Murray. coming. Yeah, yeah a lot that. of Keegan, but no yeah. one thought the Kings would be dumb enough to do it. But dude, if you think the Kings aren't dumb enough, like that's exactly what they're. Kings do. are two things, man. They're stupid and they're consistent. So you just gotta keep, <laughs> gotta give it up to them for yeah. that. They try to just trying to be the smartest person in the room. It's, yeah. it's a combination of stupid and trying to be the smartest person in the room. Like everyone's saying we should take Jaden Ivey. Well, guess what? Keegan Murray is going to be the better player. No, he's not. Sometimes you should just do the thing that everybody else is saying you should do because Jaden Ivey is going to be an absolute stud. And listen, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm hoping with in the ass again. <laughs> I'm hoping with everything in my whole, all my bones that he turns out to just be Halliburton. And all this Jaden Ivy stuff just goes away because Who, I know, I know they're all in love with him, but I just don't see. I know I got this Knicks thing behind me, so I'm kind of, you know. You're like, hoping Ivy turns into Halliburton? I just don't think he's going to be as great and amazing as everybody says he's going to be, especially when he's next to Kate. I just don't, I just don't believe it. That's my, that's my personal opinion. I would, I, I would like him on the Knicks. It would have been fun. I'm not, tr- I'm not even doing the Deontay Murray trade. For Jaden Ivey, if I'm being honest with you, I'm not giving up. Uh, uh, well, you're not giving up four picks for a guy who's never played. Yeah, no, I'm not giving up an expiring, uh, uh, protected first and two unprotected Knicks first. There's no way I'm doing that for Ivy if that's what they wanted. No chance. Like literally, no chance. I'm not even doing that. For no Murray. chance. No chance. I'm telling you. I know. I know. I'm telling you. No chance. I'm closing the phone. I'm not doing that for Ivy. I'm not doing that for Deontay Murray. So that's why I just want to throw that out there. I know this is the gambling pod, but I just wanted to give a little, just a little jab about the Knicks there. Does anyone have any more notes about the NBA draft? I mean, no. not now. No. Go ahead. No. Uh, oh, Chip, you guys, I'm going to say, man. You think no, I, I mean, I disagree with you on Jaden Ivey, but who cares now? He's on the Pistons. Are you taking the rookie of the year? No, Paolo. I'm going to take rookie of the year. Paolo's going to oh. score a billion points and win rookie of the year. You don't think there's so many mouths to feed on Orlando? No, there's one mouth to feed right now, and it's Paolo. Dude, and he's he's so gonna good. You know who I think is gonna win? I think it's gonna be Jabari Smith because 
the or the Houston Rockets. Not enough points. Not enough points. Kevin Porter Jr. is going to take a billion shots. Jalen Green's going to take a billion shots. I think it's it, not enough points. Okay, that's going to be interesting talk. I'm excited actually to talk about the rookie of the year stuff uh, once once the the rosters are all set. Well, why do you? Why I cut you off? Sorry. Why do you think Jabari is going to take it over Paolo? Though you think the team will be better? Just I just, I think there's going to be more, no. I think the team's going to be bad, if not worse, than Orlando just in general record wise. Which I knew could sway the rookie of the year votes, of course. But just in terms of actual player, I think he's going to have way more volume opportunities being with Houston. There's so many mouths to feed on Orlando. So uh, Vanchero might be more efficient, but I think like just like stats, like uh, not advanced stats, but like, you know, the normal old stats in volume, I believe that uh, Smith might take the, take the cake there. Just, in terms of volume, like I don't think Ivy's gonna get the ball that much because of Cade, like or his numbers might not show as much on the Pistons. Ivy's definitely not gonna win. Same with Chet, even though I love Chet so much. There's I'm no way excited. Chet's gonna no win. There's yeah, no so way Chet's gonna. We'll win. talk about it. We'll talk about it as the year goes on. Any major takeaways? We did like kind of after the NCAA tournament, we kind of did uh, things to remember for next year, which like I love because I still think back to some of the stuff that we talked about for that. And I, it's a must listen before we go into the tournament <laughs> next year. Anything for this draft or the NBA draft in general for takeaways? Just like, did you have like too many of one type of bet that you ended up not liking? Was there something you missed out on that you wish you took? So again, just a little time capsule for us for next year. Yeah. The, the, I should have only taken next year. When I look at the Knicks first pick bets, I'm either only going to take one guy or I'm just not going to bet it at all because it's too hard to predict what a team is going to do. Yeah. Especially a front office like the Knicks. I may just ignore that uh, prop altogether next year. I think that's a good one to ignore. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest, I, 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 that's the one I learned from the most. I'm with it. John, anything? I learned that the Kings, the smoke around the Kings is fact. Like always, every single year, whoever the person that they hone in on, no matter how ridiculous it sounds, is always a player that they draft. I think it's really important because they're going to be back in the lottery. I guarantee you. Then, then what about OKC? What like OKC over OKC the last couple of years is like whoever they're projected to take, they usually go after. Right? Or am I misremembering? Yeah, that's that? that that that's. I think that I think that's good. Also, the Pistons, but they've had it okay. easy. They've had it easy, but just like those are off the top of my head. Also, <laughs> I just don't trust the, the the trading teams. You have to not bet on them. Like the Knicks, like a, a trading team, like you, you can't bet on them exact. If you want it, you got to take Griffin 10 and a half over and just chill that way. Yeah, because the range of outcomes is just too much because you're it's not even really picking for yourself. You're picking for other teams now. It's they trade to too much out. in the draft. They're notorious. Yeah. This front office is notorious. Draft traders. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to yeah. take that into account. Also, with the Jets, we learned that, right? Jermaine Johnson, Jermaine Johnson, Jermaine Johnson. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. all I'm thinking in my head. I would have had that. You would have had that chip too. And, but it was just at different times. Very annoying. And the last thing I'll note is don't believe Woj. Can, we, can I add that? Can I wow, add get ahead. That's a quite a take to get ahead on. You might be sitting on that take for a few years. You can't believe Woj, Woj before that comes out. The day of, like, during the draft, yes. But before, I mean, I think it's going to be Winniyama anyway at one. But I guess like yeah. a- after that next year, yeah, next I guess year, after that, lot, don't believe yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, you got what you got, any Greg? Have Chris back. 
He was on top of it. He's a great, oh, he's a great guest. I mean, you know, that, that's way too fun. much praise to Chris right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to eat this up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know all the Chip and Chris have been going at it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I love that guy. Uh, all right, yeah, Chip. This is your time point. to shine, man. Let's transition into Chip's world. I'm not. I'm not on the green <laughs> today. <laughs> As Alex is furiously messaging me, co-host of Nick's Chats, etc., and of Nick's Fan TV. Why are you? Why are you in the middle of the ocean? What's going on here? <laughs> I was like, I'm just in Chip's world, man. <laughs> Chip, I went through the, the the John Deere Classic. I recognized two names. I, I physically cannot bet this tournament. I, I cannot bet this tournament responsibly, at least without you. So walk me through your thinking for this tournament, uh, where the golf world is right now in terms of uh, tournaments coming up, tours coming up, and like, how do I bet this, man? Before we, before okay. we jump into that chip, can we just oh, recap the last couple weeks or bets that you had? I mean, you gave out, I don't know, two, three winners on this last week. You gave out... Two, you gave out two guys to win the tournament two weeks ago, and both finished one and two. I mean, do you have yeah. a vibe on this? Like you, like you did the last couple of weeks, or is this kind of a tough one because of the field? The yeah, the last what was the last one was the Canadian Open, right? So I had Travelers was last week, right? Or, Travelers was last week, so that that was just Xander and Rory were one and two. So I picked. Xander outright from the beginning and then Rory after the first round. First round, I think. Gave, I, that's what you gave out. You might have taken them later, but I, that's the bet that I've tailed you on. I just wish I put more money yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, like plus yeah. It was like plus And it was the easiest bet. You just wake up the next day. You're already cashed your ticket. You're done for the whole tournament yeah. on a Friday. I just unfortunately I I doubled down on Xander and I put Scotty Scheffler in a top ten parlay and he played yeah. like shit on Sunday. But not not, not everyone's gonna play well. Um, but I have a lot, huh? Yeah, he's been pretty inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. Lately, he's been inconsistent. Um, yeah, and look, Rory's Rory's been Rory, but he's still the the favorite to in the British. But yeah, I, I had that. Lot. I yeah, I had the. What's it called? I had Xander to win, and then I had Fitzpatrick. Yeah, to win. So, yeah, I, I've been I've been hot recently, but like with the John Deere, it's a totally different thing because yeah. John said you don't recognize anybody in this tournament. I don't recognize a lot of the guys <laughs> in this thing either. Like I look at the top, and we were talking before we came on. Uh, Daniel Berger was the top guy in this tournament. The number the top ranked guy in this tournament. He was the favorite and he withdrew because he's hurt. Um, and now the, the favorite is Webb Simpson on a lot of books. And he's a, if you're a golf fan, if you follow golf over the years, you probably, probably recognize his name because his name's so weird. So if yeah. you've watched golf before, his name really stands out. So he's one of the favorites. He's someone who I've seen a lot of like experts and stuff bet on. I don't know. It's kind of boring to bet on the favorite in golf. So I don't really do that. Um, someone who I bet on to win outright was, uh, Brendan Todd. Uh, I've been, new one. this is a new one, Chip. Yeah. Plus, he's plus 3,500 on DraftKings. This course that they play at, it's known like good putters went on this course. 
really good putters win here. And Brandon Todd's been one of the best uh, putters on the tour this year. He, I want to say, what did he do at the, hold on, at the Travelers. He missed, yeah, he missed the cut at the Travelers. Didn't play well there, but he finished 13th at the Canadian Open. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. And third at the Charles Schwab. So two out of the last three tournaments he's played and he's played well. Um, yeah, he's, he's putted well this year. Um, like not the best player in the, in the tournament, obviously, but for this, John, you said, what's my strategy? My strategy is look at past history of guys who played well in this tournament. So I did a, a top 40 parlay. That's usually how you, you go about every, every tournament. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I threw in Charles Howell, who's always played well in this tournament. Uh, Steve Stricker, who's finished in the top, tw- who's an older player, but he's finished in the top 20 in the top 10 in this tournament multiple times over the years. And Lucas Glover, who's had a lot of success in this tournament, including he won it last year. And I threw, uh, who's the fourth guy I threw in? Oh, Webb Simpson. I threw in because he's the favorite. And so that's Didn't four guys. Recognize. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, f- I think I threw someone else in there, so I can't find it, but. Yeah, that's at least four guys to throw in a top 40 parlay. It's pretty good. Uh, you have to do Fando for that. DraftKings is ridiculous. You can't do a top 40. <laughs> but you have to do Fando for that. Uh, it's that, that would be the one I would do more than the winner because like you, like you said, you don't know a lot of these names. I think it's better to do a top 40 parlay with guys who've played this course a lot and who have played it well. And I would go with Howell, Stricker, Glover, and uh, throw in Simpson because he's one of the better players in the tournament. And Howell, Stricker, and Glover, or not not Howell, Howell's played pretty well recently, but Stricker and Glover to make to uh, be top 40 were both plus money when I did the parlay because, well, Stricker in particular hasn't played too well this year. But I think th- these are two guys who play better at this course. So I-, I think it's a worthwhile top 40. And I'll tweet it out again tomorrow before the madness of NBA free agency starts. I'm going to put this, uh, put these both out and maybe I'll, maybe I'll succumb to, uh, the temptation and just pick another random winner or something like take Webb Simpson, but hopefully not. All right, Greg, do you have any thoughts on, on the John Deere? Yep, and Chip might have just made me and saved me some money right here. So I was looking at it a little differently. I was looking at just uh, crowdsourcing articles and insight from you know six or seven different websites, just trying to figure out what other people are taking. If any names kind of overlap a lot stick out to me or there's really good reasoning. Usually each person kind of gives a little blurb about why they're taking the pick. I look into it a little bit deeper. Um, I didn't really see that. So I said, screw it. I'm going top 20. I'm taking the top two guys in a parlay. And I threw in one little bit of a longer shot just to get the odds up a little bit. And so I have Webb Simpson and Adam Hadwin. Not sure exactly how Chip feels on Hadwin, but I think he finished... 23rd last year. I was just looking it up real yeah. quick. So I'm okay with that. He plays the course pretty well. And then a lot of the names above him, um, there's a lot of names here that aren't in the tournament this year. So 
you know, if a lot of these guys weren't there last year, maybe he could have been top 10 or something like that. So I'm just going top 20. And I was going to go Adam Long, but uh, Chip kind of sold me on Brendan Todd. So I'm going to throw him in there. Those three are plus 775. Again, Simpson, Hadwin, and Todd. Chip, the only name that I was thinking about is another name that if you follow golf over the years, you've seen here and there. He played pretty well last year at this tournament. I haven't seen anything from him this year. Zach Johnson. Oh, yeah. Any thoughts about yeah, him? I, I looked at him, too. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I haven't heard his name at all this year. Yeah. I'm not sure what his, what his odds are. Yeah. He's plus 300 just to finish in the top 20. I think last year he had a top. So he probably hasn't played. He probably hasn't played very well this year. Yeah, I think last year he ranked 20, or last year he finished 17th in the tournament, but I'm not sure how he's playing this year. So because the odds are so long, I think I'm just going to stay away from it. I might, after we get off the podcast, I might look into it a little bit more. And if I end up liking it, I might just throw a quarter unit on it. Cause I think a quarter unit, 25 bucks would be $850. So that's not bad for a weekend's worth of watching golf. But yeah, I mean, like Chip said, Chip Murphy seven on Twitter. Follow him. He'll tweet out some stuff tomorrow morning before we start winning P weekly. I'll tweet out if I have any changes, but for right now, it's just those three. It was plus 800, plus 700, something like that. Just kind of keep it simple this week. Get a gear up for next week. I'm already, I'm already kind of looking at those odds a little bit. So the last big tournament of the year might have some surprises. Yeah. Very excited for the, for the open. Very excited for that one. Yeah, I love the names too. It's like we had the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, now the <laughs> Open. It's like, come on, PGA, let's get it together a little yeah. bit. Back at St. Andrews, man. Or I was already looking at like past Aunt St. Andrews results and everything. I'm so pumped for that one. Yeah, I saw Rory. I think it was like what minus eight hundred. That's the lowest yeah. I've seen someone for a tournament in a while. By the way, you know whose whose odds are shocking is Brooks because he has not played well and he's got some good odds too. So he's gonna be joining the live, bro. He's going. He's going to be a popular bet. No right. preview for next week, then, fellas. Mm-hmm. Not saying I'm taking him. No, just saying. Just saying a lot. Research. He's going to be a popular one. All right. <laughs> speaking of <clears throat> speaking of popular bets, over on the baseball side of things, Greg, what's going on with your Mets, man? I mean, we, we want to talk about the Yankees. Oh, I mean, haven't uh, haven't stopped winning your bets <clears throat> for you if you're betting if you're betting Yankees daily. Another sweep. Right in the Bronx. No, nah, they didn't cover yesterday. So I mean, oh, they didn't cover the run line. Mm-hmm. So it's not good enough. The winds uh, aren't. Good they enough. gave up one phantom run in the top of the ninth. It's a terrible beat. I'm still mad about it, as you can tell. So <laughs> what know, else you mad about, man? Ridiculous. How's I'm the baseball at- going? I think I have to put some money on the Houston Astros to win the World Series. Man, no, they have stop. dominated the Mets. They. Took it to the Yankees. They're playing again. I don't know. You guys are playing another two-game series. Well, no, we have a one-game versus them. It's really weird. Dude, we have back-to-back <laughs> two-game series against them. I don't know what's going on with the scheduling. I don't know what's up with Houston. But um, them and the Dodgers are the two teams I'm looking at now at the midway point kind of at the season, coming up on the midway point of the season, where I'm thinking I might have to put some money on them because – I can't do it. Top to bottom hitting, top to bottom pitching – I think they got the best bullpen in baseball right now. They obviously have good starting pitching, phenomenal hitters, some guys you never heard of, but 
They just keep turning them out in Houston. So I think I might have to put a little money on them. Might have to put a little money on the Dodgers. They're playing really well. What about those so. Braves, bro? Braves are scaring me a little bit. I'll never bet on the Braves. Them, but That's how I feel about the Astros. Yeah, yeah how can on. you bet on the Astros? They're even they're worse. Oh no, I guess the Braves are in your division, so you hate them yeah, worse. Dude. Yeah, was, John Rocker. Yeah, man, I was in seventh grade saying "asshole Tripper Jones" chant at the crowds for <laughs> Shea Stadium. Man, like I hate them. So, um, so yeah, so I was a uh, I was I think twenty six years old doing the same thing, but to the Astros. So. Yeah, <laughs> banging trash, banging trash cans. <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean I don't like the Astros. Don't get me wrong, but you just at this point. I don't hate them like I hate the Braves. I don't hate them like you guys would hate them being in the same uh, conference and stuff. So a little money on those two. And then otherwise that I'm just betting good teams against bad teams. It's really that simple. Um, tonight, Braves are playing the Phillies. I've missed that. I should have bet that. Um, I had the Dodgers going. I was looking at the schedule for tomorrow a little bit. The only game that I'm really keeping my eye on. Oh, where'd it go? I think is uh, the Dodgers. Are playing the Padres. Padres are still the best team in baseball covering the run line away. So I like them. They're still covering at a 70% clip. They're 28 and 12 on the season. Nice. Uh, yeah. Musgrove is going for them. They're eight and one. He's eight and one. The two ERA against Mitch White, who's pretty good, but he hasn't played a lot this season. He's one with the four ERA. So those are two of the big powerhouse teams in the NL. I believe it was plus one and a half is minus 170. So I'll take that and then I'll take, uh, you know, some hits and stuff like that for the Padres, um, to try to pull a parlay together. But that's what I've been doing, man. I've just been taking money line or, um, sorry, run line and then just two or three guys to get a hit. I started getting a little crazy with it and kind of pulled back. Now I usually just do two guys. So I usually just do two guys in a game, juices the odds up a little bit, nothing too crazy. And just keep betting good teams against bad teams. It's the dog days of the MLB season. You just gotta, this is where the, you know, the good teams separate from the bad teams. So just gotta keep hammering away. All right. I mean, I, I've been honestly the only time I bet, I've been way better with myself. Man, I've gone such a long way since Korean baseball and the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been a little better with myself with not just, betting every game just like so that I'm scoreboard watching all of them. But every time the Yankees are down, I take them live every single time. And it's been working out so well for me. They're just a complete wagon. I I don't know what else to say. I love the Yankees this year. So there's no reason for me to look anywhere else. I feel like the other years I was compensating, like just looking for more baseball. You know what I mean? Because I can't bet the Yankees today. So now I got to look somewhere else. I don't look anywhere else, man. I just keep it very focused. I know that Scherzer is back also for the Mets. So that that's that, that's exciting. It's he's almost the ground season, right? Yeah, he's coming back. I think he's going to get one game in before the All-Star break. Maybe two, but they pushed his schedule. He was supposed to, I think, pitch this week. I think they pushed that back a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, they'll be back. We'll be fine. We'll be going. Right now, we're just we're grinding. If we come out and we get Scherzer back and healthy and he's good to go and DeGrom's healthy and he's good to go and we're in first place in the division, I mean, it's a whole – it's it's how you write it up. It's incredible. I mean, I thought we'd be middle of the pack right now. I thought we'd be fighting. 
I just get a little nervous about the top end talent. You know, when you go against these teams like uh, like Houston, I mean, there's some guy at Houston that he's he's he has five hits against us in his career, four of them are home runs. Like when you go against some of these big teams, the Dodgers too have guys that just yak the ball out of the yard. It's tough to compete when you're hitting singles and doubles every time. So that worries me a little bit. But if our pitching's there and they're not hitting home runs left and right, I think we got as good a shot as anybody right now to bring this home. So to win the whole thing, you mean? Yeah, I think so. If we stay healthy, yeah. Um, I think we have the pitching. I think we have the staff. I mean, we've pitched the whole season without our two starting pitchers. And we're in the first place in our division, top one of the top teams in the NL. If we come back, that means we're going to have not six pitchers, but eight good starting pitchers that we've used throughout the season, plus a decent middle reliever, plus a good closer. And when Diaz, if he keeps it together, um, we just need to make a couple moves to sure up our bullpen, I think, at this point. I don't think we need another hitter. I think we just need to kind of lock in a little bit in the, the you know, sixth, seventh, eighth inning pitcher guys. I think we'll be okay. And the Yankees have been looking good, too. I've been following them a lot more this season. To your point, John, I'm finding myself betting two or three teams and just betting them and watching their games every day because baseball is on every day. So don't overcomplicate it. Stay away from Cincinnati versus Chicago. Find your teams and just stick with it. That's all I've been doing. It's been working out. So I'm going to stick to it. Yesterday, I did get a little crazy. FanDuel had a home run prop. If you hit a home run for 25 bucks, you get five bucks for every home run hit in the game. Threw it on Mike Trout. He's hitting home runs left and right. So he hit that. Shohei hit one. A couple other guys hit one. So that was a nice hit. And they still lost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So uh, they're unbelievable. Man. Other than that, I've been doing the FanDuel stuff. I don't know if you guys do promos on DraftKings or FanDuels. Anytime there's a baseball promo, I do it. And if I hit it, it works. If not, I just get the Easy credit. To get your money back. Yeah. Yeah. It's been working out. So look for those. If you're looking on those, shop your lines, look at different sites. But that's my two cents on that. That's all I really got for baseball. Unless you guys got something. I don't know if you guys are betting anything, looking at anything. Just the Yankees, man. Just oh, the Yankees. Yeah. Just, I was just going to say only really the Yankees. One of my buddies does like he'll bet, he'll bet the opposing team. So like he'll bet the, I don't know who you guys just played. You guys just played. Uh, A's. The A's like he'll bet Oakland. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Oakland, then Oakland goes up and then he bets the Yankees and he's plus money on both bets. I kind of stay away from that because I feel like most of the time the Yankees just come out hot and get up on the bad team. It's you kind of have to hope for Oakland to score two or three runs early. And even then, sometimes the Yankees are still minus 185, even if they're down three That's runs in the second inning. The Yankees inning. are still minus money. Yeah, so I don't really do that, but that is a strategy. To your point, I just wait. Like yesterday, I think the Mets were down 5 nothing in the first, threw 25 bucks on it, you know, plus 600. Had no shot at winning, but you never know. So, All right. That wraps it up for winning picks weekly. You know what it is. Chip Murphy 7. Like us on Twitter, Winning P Weekly. Get at our YouTube, Knicks Jets, etc. Like, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Let us know what you got, as Greg always says. We want yeah, to let tell us your know in the comments. <laughs> and honestly, thank you for for being here with us. We are here to talk out our bets, <laughs> and we you know we want to hear out. We want to hear your bets too. It helps us. This is the dog days of the summer out here still watching sports. So 
I yeah. wish we could bet on free agency, but we can't. Uh, I, I don't know if I don't know if you guys saw. We had our best episode last episode yet. Let's at least go. on the YouTube section. So yeah. thank you guys for out watching, bro. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to Chris as much as <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'll want the credit. Yo, <laughs> give it a like so other people find us. And then also, like you said, for the YouTube man, check out. We're on the Next Jets etc. platform. That's how you found us. Check out the we talked NBA to start the podcast. You guys have been doing great Knicks episodes because it's heating up for the Knicks right now. So definitely, yeah, check I saw those that out episode well. with Jeremy it was great. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Yeah, man. All right. We out. Let's go Knicks and let's go Chip and the John Deere. <laughs> let's go Greg with the Daily Baseball. Let's go. Yeah, let's go win a tournament, boys. Let's get some more money coming for this PGA. Right before that British Open, I'm down. Oh my god, the British. I'm taking Rory. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.